everybody. What is going on? You know what time it is. You're listening to Join the Journey podcast with your host, Emma Daughter. Thanks for joining. I am back in the podcast studio with the one and only faithful Watermark member, Mr. Cecil Blanton. Howdy, Emma. Cecil, I'm so glad you're here. You, you've you been tracking with Join the Journey for a while. You came in with your journal. I love to see it. But before we jump in, we've got a contest going, right? You Yes, I've heard about it. Yes, you to the have. Podcast. Yes. So we would like to know how you guys listening are joining the journey, whether that's just the podcast or you, like Cecil, have a journal or you're doing it with your kids, the app, the website. If you... Snap a photo, share the episode, post on social media, and tag Watermark Church. In April, we're going to sort through all of those entries. You can post every single day if you want. Every post is an entry. And select a winner, maybe even a couple, honestly, to come sit in on a recording session, get a behind-the-scenes look at all things Join the Journey, and then go to lunch with the team afterward. And if you don't have social media— that's okay. Totally respect that decision. It's a great one. You can submit your entries to join the journey at watermark.org via email. I'm very excited to see who the winner is. I mean, me too. Yeah. I and to see all the ways people are joining. Absolutely. Absolutely. Cecil, we've we've crossed paths a few times, a quite a few times. times mm-hmm. But I'd love to get to know you a little bit better. Tell me tell me about you. Absolutely, Emma. First of all, I want to say that I am honored and flattered that um, you invited me to be on the podcast today because I have been listening since the inception in 2020. Really? Yes. Wow. And uh, I was joking with you guys earlier, it's Join the Journey podcast, but the last few days I feel like it's been Join the Sagan podcast because <laughs> she's been on a lot and that's yeah. been great. But today wow. I pray the Holy Spirit will walk through me as he has everyone else that's been a guest mm. because you've had a lot of great guests and I've really enjoyed listening to it, listening to them rather. So just to give you a little bit um, snapshot, I've been a member of Watermark for the last 10 years. And even me saying that is crazy because I grew up in a very conservative church that was very works-based. And I never really truly understood the meaning of the gospel. And I definitely didn't understand what it meant to have a relationship with Christ. As a matter of fact, much of my life, I really thought God hated me because of my sin struggles. And that led me to a life of depression and um, attempted suicide Mm. uh, on several times. But I am very thankful today that God saved me physically and spiritually. And since I've been at Watermark, I've had the privilege of serving in Regeneration, Equipped Disciple, Summit, Better Man, Frontlines— You've been all over. Yes, and I have loved every minute of it. And right now, I'm currently in serving in Kaleidoscope. Shout out to my buddy, Bryant, uh, who I've been serving with him for the last three years. And for those who don't know what Kaleidoscope, Kaleidoscope is. is. Kaleidoscope is a special needs ministry here at Watermark for kids that um, have special needs, but we want to include them in the class every week. So they will be assigned a buddy. So whatever their needs are, that buddy will take care of them during the class and just be uh, a part of the a part of the class that day. Totally. And Bryant does a very good job of that. Let's go, Bryant. I will, uh, I'll put the link for Kaleidoscope Absolutely. or Sagan will in the description. So if People want to serve. Absolutely. Uh, Jen Hawkins, you're welcome because we do need (laughs) need need volunteers. All right. You heard heard it here first. (laughs) It's a great, great serving opportunity. And also, um, I'm sorry, also work in uh, kids ministry part-time here during the week because I retired a couple of years ago. And um, 
wanted to find some part-time things to do to really just uh, continue to serve the Lord. And that's one opportunity he presented to me, and I've been doing that for a year and a half. Been working with babies all the way up to seven-year-olds. I started my own life coaching business, and um, and I've been officiating weddings. And if you knew my background and heard my story, listening to what God has done for me these last 10 years, I continue to be blown away by it. Mm. Uh, retirement has been a lot of fun, and it's, but it's been crazy busy, but I've loved it. That's amazing. Well, I'm excited to hear all that God's been teaching you from Exodus 6. So why don't you, why don't you just take it away? Yeah, Let's absolutely. jump in. Thank you. So chapter 6 is significant in the book of Exodus as it marks a turning point in the story of the Israelites' journey out of Egypt. This chapter begins with God speaking to Moses and reassuring him of his promise to, deli- to deliver the Israelites from, the, uh, from slavery. God reminds Moses of his covenant with Abraham, Isaac, and Jacob and declares that he will establish his covenant with the Israelites and bring them out of Egypt. So I love this next part because the patriarchs knew God as the maker of the covenant. However, Moses and the generation of Exodus would know God as the one who actually fulfilled the covenant. That's so good. So up to this point, God communicates, he instates this covenant, and now God's people are seeing him fulfill it. Absolutely. So good. Keep going. Absolutely. Despite God's reassurances, Moses, he still expresses some doubts and frustration, stating that the Israelites have not listened to him and Pharaoh has hardened his heart. God responds by instructing Moses to speak to Pharaoh again, and he assures Moses that he will perform signs and wonders to demonstrate his power to both the Egyptians and the Israelites. Mm -hmm. Let me jump in right there. I love in verse 6 and 7, or really verse 6, when he says, hey, I'm going to, God says, I will redeem you with an outstretched arm and with mighty acts of judgment. For me, that frames up the first half of the book as we keep reading and we'll see God literally fulfill his word through the plagues and ultimately the Passover. We see him like stretching out his arms to give Pharaoh the opportunity to turn back and then mighty acts of judgment as he frees the people. So I think that's great. Like I said uh, earlier, this is like a turning point. Right. Um, So yeah, in in me researching this, when I saw that, I was like, that's That perfectly describes chapter 6. So good. Keep going. Uh, In the rest of the chapter, the genealogy of Moses and Aaron is given, tracing their lineage back to to Levi, the son of Jacob. This information is significant as it establishes Moses and Aaron's status as legitimate leaders of the Israelites, chosen by God to deliver them from slavery. Overall, Exodus 6 emphasizes God's faithfulness to his covenant promises and his power to deliver the Israelites from slavery. It also highlights Moses and Aaron's legitimacy as leaders chosen by God to lead the Israelites out of Egypt. This chapter sets the stage for the dramatic events that will unfold in the following chapters as God performs miracles and plagues against Pharaoh and the Egyptians, ultimately leading to the Israelites' freedom. There it is. I think that's also so great to point out the legitimacy of their status as leaders, because later on we'll see that challenged as we keep reading. So uh, I love it. What else What else stood out? So as I'm reading through this, um, reading through this chapter, there are two phrases that stood out to me that frankly made me fall in love with God even more. The phrases, I will and I am the Lord Yahweh. Hmm. First, I see God reminding Moses what he can do and who he is. 
despite Moses' apprehensions. Mm. And as I was reading through that and thinking about that and just kind of applying it to my life, and it's been a reminder for me because um, my mom passed away two weeks before Christmas. So these last few months have been a difficult season Mm. for my family and me. I'm so sorry to hear that, Cecil. Thank you. Um, And it'll be three years, March 23rd, when my dad passed away. And I've had to continuously remind myself of God's love, mercy, Mm. sovereignty, and His faithfulness during these seasons. And as I'm reading Exodus 6, I can hear God saying to me, I will bring you and your family through this morning because I am the Lord, Yahweh. Mm. And just like Moses, um, I've had my doubts and reservations, but three months later, even though I am nowhere near over losing my mom, and I never will be, um, but I can look back on these last three months, actually these last three years, really, of losing my dad and my mom, and see how God has been faithful throughout the time. And these, the three months leading up to her death, it was just a rapid decline in her health. Uh, and, and to watch that, because my mom had always been a vibrant person, my mom and I were very close, and it was just very heartbreaking to see. And then she was placed in hospice care, at my, actually at my sister's house, where we all got a chance to take care of her. And, um, and we, my siblings and I, we got a chance to gather around her bed to um, pray and read scripture and say goodbye. And a few hours later, I actually heard my mom take her last few breaths. And as I reflect on that, I'm so glad that God gave me that opportunity. That is a memory and a special time that I will remember until I see her again in heaven. Absolutely. And just like the uh, Israelites eventually reaching the promised land, Canaan, I know I will reach the new land he has promised me along with everybody else that has placed placed their faith in his son, Jesus. And I'll get to spend eternity with my mom and dad, as well as my sister who passed nine years ago. And even after I wanted to end my life, Emma, God has really shown up in a big way these last 10 years. And I hope and pray that my story today of going through the loss of my mom and my dad and my sister will give someone out there hope who's suffering a loss in their life now Mm. because God has truly been faithful to me and my family. That's so encouraging, Cecil. Thank you for being here. Do you have any final thoughts or you feel good? No, I I think I feel pretty good about it. Again, I thank you very much for inviting me to be a part of this today. And uh, like I said, I just really um, pray that someone is encouraged by what God has done for me because before I became a believer, I had no hope at all. And the hope that I have in him now, it just gets me through the day, just like all of us. I love it. Well, on that note, Cecil, thank you. And I am so glad we're all on this journey reading the Bible together. Hey, we want to thank you for listening and we hope you enjoyed the episode. Did you know that you can help support Join the Journey by rating and reviewing this podcast? And if you're willing, we'd love it if you subscribe, because the more you download, the easier it will be for new friends to find the podcast.